In Christ you draw near to us, God of mercy and compassion, lifting us out of death, binding up our wounds, and nursing our spirits back to health. Let such a tenderness as yours compel us to go and do likewise. Grant this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. In the reading that follows from the book of the Deuteronomy, Moses reminds the people that reciting the commandments with their mouths and even be aware of them in their hearts is not enough. Moses challenges them to carry out God's word in their actions. A reading from the book of Deuteronomy. Moses spoke to the people saying, Obey the Lord your God by observing his commandments and decrees that are written in this book of the law. Turn to the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul. Surely this commandment that I am commanding you today is not too hard for you, nor is it too far away. It is not in heaven that you should say, who will go up to heaven for us and get it for us so we may hear it and observe it? Neither is it beyond the sea that you should say, who will cross to the other side of the sea for us and get it for us so that we may hear it and observe it? No, the word is very near to you. It is in your mouth and in your heart for you to observe. The word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be to God. The passage that follows from the letter to the Colossians gives us an image of all that Jesus is for us who believe in him. The reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Colossians. Christ is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creations. For him and all for in him all things in heaven and on earth were created, things visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or powers. All things that have been created through him and for him. Christ is before all things, and in him all things hold together. He is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, so that he may come to have first place in everything. For in Christ all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell, and through him God was pleased to reconcile to himself all things, whether on earth or in heaven, by making peace through the blood of his cross. The word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be to God. God. The Lord be with you. And with with your spirit. spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, Lord. There was a scholar of the law who stood up to test Jesus and said, Teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Jesus said to him, What is written in the law? How do you read it? He said to him in reply, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your being, with all your strength, and with all your mind, and your neighbor as yourself. He replied to him, 
You have answered correctly, do this and you will live. But because he wished to justify himself, he said to Jesus, and who is my neighbor? Jesus replied, a man fell victim to robbers as he went down from Jerusalem to Jericho. They stripped and beat him and went off, leaving him half dead. A priest happened to be going down that road, but when he saw him, he passed by on the opposite side. Likewise, a Levite came to the place, and when he saw him, he passed by on the opposite side. But a Samaritan traveler who came upon him was moved with compassion at the sight. He approached the victim, poured oil and wine over his wounds, and bandaged them. Then he lifted him up on his own animal, took him to an inn, and cared for him. The next day he took out two silver coins, gave them to the innkeeper with the instruction, Take care of him. If you spend more than what I have given you, I shall repay you on the way back. Which of these, in your opinion, was a neighbor to the robber's victim? He answered, the one who treated him with mercy. Jesus said to him, go and do likewise. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise you, Lord Jesus Christ. Ruha, Holy Spirit, open our minds and our hearts to this word. She was walking along the beach and she saw something gleaming, metal gleaming out of the sand and she bent over and picked it up. It was a lamp, one of those old-fashioned brass lamps. She started to, to brush off the sand, to wipe the sand off this lamp and what happened? Out pops a genie. And the genie says to her, I have been trapped in this lamp for thousands of years. And because you have set me free, I will grant you whatever you wish. The lady thought about it. Thought about it some more. And then she bent down in the sand and she drew a map. And she started putting in the the countries of the world. And she got up and she said to the genie, my wish is that all these countries of the world, which are involved in fighting and, and war, make them live in peace. And the genie stood like this, that's how genies stand. (laughs) He said, oh, I'm really sorry. These countries, they've been fighting for thousands of years and as powerful as I am, I do not have the power to make them live in peace. Do you have another wish? 
She thought about it and said, okay, here's my other wish. I wish that you would find me a man, a strong and handsome man, a kind man, a man who loves kids, a man who's not afraid to to wash dishes and, and, and vacuum the floor, a man who would rather spend time with me than watching sports on television or, or playing cards with his buddy. That's my wish, to have that man. And the genie looked at her and said, let's go back to that map. <laughs> You knew the ending, didn't you? Aha, I could tell. (laughs) To love kids. To be willing to wash dishes and and mop the floor. To care about another person and, and to give that other person your time. That's not easy to do. And yet that is showing compassion. The story of the Good Samaritan in the gospel, first of all, shocks the first audience who heard it because we don't like the Samaritans. We we don't like that. And and they're terrible. And, And how could the Samaritan be the ideal here, Bill? How could that be? How could a Samaritan be doing the righteous thing? Oh, it's impossible to believe. What Jesus teaches us in telling us the story is that to be a follower of the Lord, to love God, is to be compassionate. And we know the word compassion means to suffer with. When we are willing to suffer with another person, when we become aware of the things with which the other person is struggling and we're willing to do something about it, that's how we love God. By compassion, compassionately caring for others. Compassion to suffer with. the student of the law or the expert in the law in that story, what must I do to inherit everlasting life? Maybe we would ask the question, what do I have to do to be saved? What do I have to do to be made whole? What do I have to do to be happy, to be saved, to be whole, to be happy. And Jesus answers us, show compassion to others. Be compassionate to those who are suffering and are in need. Today's a special day in in the history of our parish. We're 30 years old today. You'll see the letter somewhere in that hall over there that the bishop sent establishing Good Shepherd as a Catholic parish here in State College. 30 years. 
For 30 years, we've been gathering as a community. For 30 years, we've been listening to the Word of God. For 30 years, we have been nourished at the Lord's table. Our worship space is very simple, and I love the simplicity. Our worship space, for its simplicity, becomes, I think, amazingly beautiful when you all come. You make this space beautiful, beautiful. But what we do in here, worshiping in here, really becomes a holy thing when you and I live out the challenge of Jesus, when we show compassion to those who are hurting, those who are in need. Think about that. Think about the Good Shepherd Parish community. We have people who visit the imprisoned. People from our parish show compassion to prisoners. We have people in our parish who visit the sick and the homebound. We have people in our parish who are willing to, to make donations to the, to the food pantry and the food bank. We're, we're doing Christmas in July, food for the local food bank. Compassion for those in need. We can think of so many ways that our parish at Good Shepherd is a community of good Samaritans who are willing to give up ourselves, showing compassion to those who are in need. The Word of God forms our lives. The Eucharist strengthens us and strengthens us and enables us to be good Samaritans in our day. Good Shepherd, Good Samaritans. Thanks for listening to this week's service. For more information about our church, including upcoming events, please visit us online at goodshepherd-sc.org.